All right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, where we will entertain, we will heal, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, and this is Elevated Friendship. So, for today's topic, why are men not choosing to get married now? Like, you know, why are men choosing not to get married? And you know, this might be, you know, kind of a controversial thing, somewhat of a controversial thing, or maybe yesterday's news, you know, to some people. But uh, for some, this is like a hard pill to swallow, whether you're in a relationship with that man, uh, that man is, is a friend or family to you, uh, or you just come from the generation where, you know, a man found a woman, married her and went off and had a life. So there's many, 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 many ways that you can break down what it is that creates a successful marriage or makes people want a marriage. And, and, and for the sake of today and not, you know, going too long, let's just say there is a psychology to every marriage. Uh, there's the, the health the actual physical health of our bodies in the marriage. So the mind, body, and the soul of the marriage. Um, You've got those three things that are ever present for everybody. And they're not going to be the same for everyone at the beginning, middle, and the end of that that marriage, which, uh, you know, based on marriage vows is death. Death is when you part. So, yeah, I've got the windows open. It's amazing outside. So, you know, it's nice, cool air coming in. It's fortunate you get a nice, cool, and easy day in July. So, I want to take advantage of it. I've been outside. I've, <laughs> I was at the pool or some type of water outside maybe the last uh, uh, three or four days over the, you know, uh, holiday weekend. So, uh, yeah, bear with me. I'm a little bit of a naturalist now. I'm, I'm, I'm loving on Mother Nature, and hopefully she loves me back. Um, but it's the mind, it's the body, and it's the soul. Now, immediately when I say soul, a lot of people are going to say church. A lot of people are going to say faith. A lot of people are going to say God. So if you want to take that approach, God, family, football, or God, family, cooking, God, family, work, uh, God, family, whatever it is you love. If you want to take that approach, that's, that's perfectly fine. But the soul of a person and the soul of anything comes through in almost everything that they do. So when I talk about mind, body, and soul, I'm not, and I hate to say this, I'm not going to cheat that person and say that their religion is their whole soul or their denomination or, you know, how they choose to honor God is their soul. Your soul is your soul. You know what I mean? Like when people talk about a soul, they don't say, oh, the Christian soul, the Muslim soul, the the reincarnated uh, 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 version of your soul, like your soul is your soul. You You. So. The mind, body, and soul aspect of a marriage um, <laughs> gets gossiped. The mind, body, and soul can be marketed. The mind, body, and soul can be um, 
trash, the mind, body, and soul can be lifted up and loved. Um, but in many ways, when you're looking at this mind, body, and soul of marriage, um, we don't paint the image of an NBA championship. We don't paint the image of an, uh, of a Super Bowl ring. We don't paint the image of the Olympic gold medal shot put, discus throw, hammer throw, javelin throw, pole vault, uh, steeple chase, long jump, triple jump, 1500, two mile, you know, 5K, you know, hurdles, 100, 200, 400, you know, whatever race it is, whatever event in track and field that it is that makes people want to train for it and want to be a part of it and sacrifice time and energy to go to it and get last, <laughs> you know, like the, 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 the funny thing, the ironic thing about the NBA is you're in the NBA or the NFL, even if you're the worst team, you still made more money than everyone in your family. Like, not everybody can say that. Then even the worst of something still made more money than everybody in their family. Now, maybe some companies can, like if you're in competition, where it's say, I don't know, you're the worst retail shoe and you made more money than everybody else in your family, maybe. But um, I really just want to stop and ask a question. For the mind, body, and soul of the marriage, what makes anyone want what you have? Okay? If I'm a married man, what what makes a single man desire my life? You know what I'm saying? If I'm driving a Tesla, what makes that man want that Tesla or that Cadillac or that 300 or the hydraulic bouncing, you know, the spinning rims. What makes anyone want anything? It's not drama. It's that the, the reward, the, the reward is greater than all of the sacrifice, <laughs> you know? And so that's the question. Like, as men, are we showing that this reward is as good as the sacrifice? Time has been a little bit different. Times have changed. Um, I don't even know. Like, this is what's, like, really scary now. Like, I don't even know if, like, kids are, like, virgin. If that's a, a value thing, if that's a bad thing. Like, I don't even know anymore. I mean, times have, I mean, definitely changed. I mean, you look at like now people are out and proud and we have Pride Month and, and, and Pride Month is being celebrated at the same time, you know, as Juneteenth, you know, uh, and we've got like Black History Month. We've had, you know, a black president. Uh, uh, I mean, you just keep going back and like the, the jumps in time are just numerous. We've got our first black uh, and female vice president, 
Um, we just have all these amazing things that have just layered up and stacked up over time that have changed. I mean, women are bosses now in in jobs and in industries where, you know, typically men just weren't, you know, uh, sharing the shine. And, you know, and, and the good thing about it is um, women in leadership will lead a little bit different, you know, and I think ultimately that's what you want. You know, if, if, if people are just coming in doing the same old thing, well, how is that going to get me new results? How is that going to stir up, you know, that, that, that good value that's stuck at the bottom? Like, how do we stir that up and scratch that up where a whole bunch of men haven't got it done? So, like I said, there's women in positions of, you know, power in like sales and engineering and, and healthcare. Uh, this also applies to the military as well. You know, don't think that you're going to go somewhere and think it's just a boys club. Anything that is America, anything that generates revenue, anything that has a higher cause includes women. So, Hey, if women want to go for the more traditional role of just staying at home and making babies and being barefoot and pregnant, there are women that specifically choose that and want that. But it is no longer a, a, a default, you know. <laughs> it's no longer by default that we expect this from women. So for the men that are saying marriage can wait or marriage isn't for me, it's not necessarily because the mind, body, and soul of the marriage is all bad to them now. It might be because they were traumatized or had an experience that shook them forever. And no one wants to speak to that. No one wants to discuss that. They want to argue with these men. And, and what, what a lot of people don't realize is inside of every man is a boy and is a boy's heart. And if that boy's heart didn't get a chance to mature, didn't get a chance to grow and got to uh, uh, skip grades, you know, it's like the, the, the education thing, no child left behind. When you don't learn something on a certain level, and we're seeing this in the NBA with uh, Ben Simmons, when you don't learn something on a specific level and the greats and one of the goats, Kobe Bryant says you might want to work on your jump shot. Now, this is a man saying this to another man about a simple aspect of a basketball game, something that so many of us love. When you don't develop those pieces of that mind, body, and soul in that marriage, it doesn't just automatically happen when you put the ring on. And I feel like as men and as women, we have failed to address that. There are some things, shadow work, internally, that you might want to work on mentally, emotionally, physically, and soulful-wise. Like, some people just have some, some garbage stuck in their soul that they need to get out. And it's been there for so long, you know? It, 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 it's like, ugh. Like, what do you need to do? Do you need to... <laughs> Go see a shaman. Do you need to do yoga? Do you need to do Tai Chi? Do you need a, a prayer week? Do you need a revival? 
Like, what do you need to, to remove this stank off of you? Because now what was just mental or what was just physical is now mental and physical and has rubbed its way into your soul. So I feel like we've done a poor job of addressing what is human makes its way into this binding agreement, this business that we call a marriage. It's a mind, body, and soul together. It's a tricord brand, mind, body, and soul. You cannot separate a person from either one of those three things. They're, they're, they're not an exclusive thing that you can just pick out and say, well, I just want this. I just want the great mind and not the body that, that, that can get cancer, that doesn't wash very well, that, I don't know, can get hypertension or diabetes or type two or, you know, sugar, you know, it, I don't know. I don't know what people want, but you can't just pick and choose what you want and not expect one of those other two to come along with it. Well, I want the cold body. I want the, the banging body and the beauty and this and that and, and this, that, you know, I want a man with a six packer or I want a woman that's got a tight waist, a cute frame, Coke bottle frame and this, that and the other. Well, yes, of course you can have that. Of course you can have all these amazing things in the body. But what does her mind look like? What does her soul look like? Same thing for the men. And I'm going to put in a plug for the nerds real quick. For the, the blurs, the black nerds, and the white nerds, and the any nerds. Women, y'all. <laughs> like, <laughs> these men are so dedicated. <laughs> They're so dedicated to their intelligence and so dedicated to who they are. So it's like some of them don't even, they don't even know what game is. They've spent so much time doing the, the good things that have built up their mind or built up the things that they love. They don't even know about the evils of, of the world. They're just like, oh, I like this woman. I think we should get married. Like, you know, what I saw in Star Wars. and Or I think we should get married, you know, like... um. A Cyclops and Jean Grey, you know, like to them, marriage is exactly what you say it is. And like for, for most nerds, especially if they're in any kind of tech or engineering or networking, everything you said is a binding thing that applies to a code, that applies to network, that applies to, you know, how something is built. So they know you can't just randomly add things to a program like you'd have to have an, an A.I., attached to it to add something like that. Um, so a little plug for the nerds, ladies, don't go kicking over the doors for your uh, Dungeons and Dragons uh, guys yet, but there that's where your loyalty is. If, for you ladies listening to this, go and, go and find you a semi-athletic nerd and y'all start walking. Go to the Y, do some yoga classes, you know? Not everybody has everything. The nerdy guy that won't clip his toenails, nerdy guy that doesn't have, you know, doesn't know, you know, proper hygiene because he's been sitting in the basement on his computer all day. Like we see these at these comic cons and at these conventions all the time. Like these guys are super geniuses. They're smart enough to rewire your brain without even talking to you. 
But then at their little conventions, you know, you're like, what is that smell? Like, are y'all showering? <laughs> Where's the Axe body wash? Where's the spray? Where's the cologne? Where's it? You know, so, but back to it. Uh, let, let's just talk experience for a second. Um, you're you're going to see friends talking about their wives as a man. Um, maybe you had a bad marriage in your home. You saw your parents' marriage, you know, where your dad was always not happy at mom or your mom was always not happy at dad. And even they made comments like, don't ever get married. And you heard it when they said it to somebody else. Maybe you grew up with a single mom, you know, or maybe you were born after your mom got divorced. I don't know. So growing up in an environment without a marriage definitely does not help someone that one day will be in the arena of, of the thought of marriage. Um, like asking somebody to be a Super Bowl winning quarterback that's never even, you know, been through the playoffs, that's never even made it through wild card weekend. Like, why are we demanding so much of each other? Why are we demanding so much of one another without inspecting what we expect? I had a boss say that inspect what you expect. And then seeing what the world says about the, the most public marriages, you know, the financial loss and, 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 and the, the why did you do it kind of thing. Like I watched Kim Kardashian. I remember this. This was this was husband number one of two. <laughs> uh, Chris Humphreys was the gentleman's name. They were married for 72 hours and had to annul the marriage. Probably because the two of them realized like we just don't work. Like we we like we put this marriage on paper, like you know, it's gonna be something good but we just don't even work as a, as a people. Like let's, let's draw a line down the center of the paper. Okay. Mind. Okay. I'm with you on this body. Okay. I'm with you on this soul. Okay. I, I think I'm with you on this. Like then you start to spread out and you start to, okay, God, family, personal interest, and you start to go down the list and start to realize it's not that you haven't talked about these things. You don't even agree on these things at all. And maybe you should have went to marriage counseling, you know? <laughs> so, by the way, please go to marriage counseling. I don't care where you're at in that marriage. Please get some marriage counseling before you go or if you have not had it while you're in that marriage. Don't wait until you get in a car accident you need an oil change, you tear your ACL or tennis elbow or rotator cuff, don't wait until something bad before you go to marriage counseling. This is one of the reasons why a lot of men don't want to get married. So, I mean, what about court? These court battles and court disputes. This is not making men want to get married. What about the divorce rates? This is not making men want to get married. And, and here's the thing. I remember looking it up one time and this was kind of hard to read. For every decade and every year that marriages increased, divorces increased also. Like the scariest and weirdest thing I think I've seen. 
I'm like, wait, 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 wait. When the marriages increase, the divorces increase. And when the marriages decreased, the divorces decreased. So people are just making the decision to be together or divorce at the same rate. Where people are like, you know, I really just don't really feel like getting married right now. People are just like, you know what, I really just don't feel like getting divorced right now. <laughs> like that, that kind of, you know, I don't know, it kind of makes me laugh. Um, side chicks. I mean, if you're a woman's side man, you know what I'm saying? If you're a woman's side man, you know that she's married and you choose to sleep with her to be her sex candy. If you're a side man, you know, if you're a wingman, a side man, wingman, no, you can't call him a wingman. Wingman helps you get a side man. Yeah. So if you're a side dude, if you're a side man, a sidearm, <laughs> <laughs> if you're a, a, a ready clip so if you're a side man with this married woman laying up and, and doing all these things like how does that encourage you to be married for the fear of somebody doing that to you you're like oh ain't no way I'm getting married if, if I can do this to a, a married man's wife like why would I get married and then also, if, 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 if you talk to your married friends, you know, these guys are going to be out there telling you about their side chicks. So why am I painting this picture that marriage is unholy, that marriage is a place for people to cheat, that women have side men and dudes have side chicks? Why am I painting this picture? Is it to say that marriage as, as a whole is, is, is broken and damaged and should have never been touched in the first place? No. Simply put, a marriage is just like anything that needs detail. Now, this, this is not rocket science. If you want quality food, you go to a quality place. Why? Why would you go to that quality place, okay? Going to an upscale restaurant is not the same as grabbing some potato wedges at the gas station. It's, it's nowhere near the same. Going down the street and asking a guy if he wants to play a pickup game of basketball is nowhere near, nowhere near playing basketball on a, a practice squad or even playing for the dream team of 1992 two completely different realms of people. You see what I'm saying? So you understand what quality is. You understand what quality things are. So shouldn't that apply to the mind, body, and soul? You know you shouldn't be eating that food. You know you're about to go to bed. You know you won't burn those calories off before you go to bed. So should you be eating that? Knowing that you need at least four to five hours to burn that off, should you be eating that right now? Didn't your doctor tell you to take it easy on the salt? Didn't your doctor tell you to take it easy on this, that, and the other? We know how to do better. We know how to be better. But ultimately, what makes a successful marriage is the people wanting to be successful people. So 
we've got this large lack of truth. And, and it's just this heavy punching bag that no one wants to step to. And guess what? The harder you hit that bag of truth, the harder it's going to hit back. So eventually you got to pick how you, you know, pick how you want to strike it, pick how you want to hit it. Because the harder you hit the truth, the harder it hits back. Until one day you're hardened and toughened up to the point where, hey, you can punch that bag and sand spills out. You've got to be able to deal with that truth head on, head on. It has nothing to do with how nice the tuxes are. It has nothing to do with how beautiful or how sexy that wedding dress is. It has nothing to do with where you booked the venue, the reception. It has nothing to do with your job. It has nothing to do with how good you look. It has nothing to do with how well you argue or how smart you are. It's, it's dealing with the truth. Like, that's what, that's what makes this so um, um, ironic is dealing with the truth gives you a more truthful marriage. <laughs> you know, it's like, wait, so are people just lying to each other? Well, yeah. Yeah, they are. And, and instead of taking the time to build each other up and learn how to, you know, be better in these specific things, we just stick to the things we've been arguing on. Uh, fun, funny thing about men, and this is, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll have to shorten this here and talk about men for a second, talk about us. Um, I came to a big revelation, a big aha moment. This was years ago. Um, I've been married about 11 years, so this would have been married about nine years. And I sat and realized it was about maybe 20 things that I wanted to do that day. About 20 things that I wanted to do that day that my wife had absolutely no clue that I wanted to do. So, yeah, I'm, you know, for example, I want to go see Black Widow. I want to go find a new kind of kettle corn. I want to go find a place where I can run good hills. Um, I'm going to go look at a tattoo artist. <laughs> you know, I want to go find out who was who was the guy from that nonprofit that I wanted to uh, talk to. You know, I wanted to work with him on, on a few things. What kind of comic books are out right now? Where where's the vegan ice cream at? Um, I think I want one of those Funko Pop characters that looks like Blade or Eric Killmonger or uh, Black Lightning. You know, there is so much random stuff going on in our mind, in our head. Well, got to watch first take. Got to watch Undisputed. I want to see how they they talk about the NBA finals. I want to see how they talk about the NFL. Can Big Ben make it? Can he do it? For the Steelers, can you do it this year? Like there's all these, all these things. I think I want to watch the shot put. I think I want some Nutter Butters. Like just the most random things, okay, as guys, we could be thinking of. It's not my wife's job to understand and know everything that I think, everything that I want and I desire. It is not her job at all to know any of those things. And I think every woman, if, if, if they're, if they want to take some stress off of their shoulders, should admit that 
It is not your job to make sure that this man is happy about everything and know everything that he's thinking, know all of his wishes and all of his desires. We have to communicate that to each other. And you retain what you can retain. That's, that's, that's what the relationship is. It's being able to relate to a person based on who you are and what you are and retain as much as you can. Same thing with women. I had like one of my best friends almost on the phone. Like we were laughing and joking about it, but like he's ready to cuss me out because I'm telling him how he's <laughs> how he's supposed to handle furniture shopping with his lady. So just like I said that for men, I mean the same thing for women. Ladies, it is not our job to understand, to know, to believe and to predict every passion, every love, every desire, everything that you want and and desire on this planet. That's called a mind reader. Not 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 one man on this planet is Professor X from the X-Men. Not one woman on this planet is uh uh Emma Frost <laughs> or uh what you call it Jean Grey from the X-Men. None of us have mind reading capabilities. So how do you know what someone wants to eat at a restaurant? A waiter or waitress comes up and takes your order. Now you've got to tell that man or that woman that takes your order, I don't want onions or I'd like grilled onions. I don't want cucumbers or yeah, put cucumbers in there. Medium well, well done. I like the cheesy potatoes. I like the baked potatoes. I like the candy yams. I like the uh, uh, sweet potato, you know, a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of honey. You've got to tell them that you have to communicate your wishes and desires well enough for that person to know it and then speak it the way they learn it. Okay. Like some people are auditory learners. You say it and they know it forever. Some people have to see it on a piece of paper. Take a moment, write it down, and they just know. They can go back and look at that piece of paper and be like, yeah, when she goes to the grocery store, she gets this kind of yogurt. She gets this kind of uh, uh, meat. She'll get, you know, the, the chicken breast, and she gets this pasta, this noodles, this cereal, this milk. Um, she likes to make this kind of a cream for her stroganoff. Uh, you know, she likes to fry it this way or cook it this way. Like, you've got to see that list if you're a visual learner. You've got to see that list a number of times so that you know what to go get. You know what you know what to ask for. But if you're a hands-on, if you're a doer, you've got to be in the process each time. So, I don't care what it is. If you expect that thing from someone and you're expecting it, Make sure you know how they learn. What's the mind, body, and soul learning style for that person? If they don't know themselves, it's going to be really hard for you to please them. And as men, this is something like, like all this is stuff that a lot of men don't know or don't talk about because this is not shared. The, the mental and emotional framework of a man should be discussed and shared going into a marriage. And this is this shows up on nobody's radar. How did he propose? How did he do it? How did he do it? I, it really doesn't matter. 
It doesn't matter how a man proposed. What's he going into the marriage with? I mean, please believe if the only way to hold a man accountable for the marriage is his paycheck and what he looks like. If that's the only way, then, yeah, we're doing just fine. There's a lot of men there doing just fine. As long as as long as the man is attractive to you and he's got a paycheck. Well, there's a bunch of men that can do that. But once you start treating the job, I'm sorry, the job. <laughs> once you start treating the marriage a little bit more like a job and you start to realize that, wow, marriage is kind of a lot like looking on LinkedIn and looking at somebody's like past and their history. Like marriage, marriage should almost come with a resume. You know, well, how do you respond to pressure, Wayne? <laughs> Let's say you have three employees. One is doing great. The other is in between and the other one is doing poorly. How do you motivate them for sales? How do you motivate them for success? How do you motivate them to do things well? Once you start asking those interview questions, the real person comes out. And that's that's why men, women, if you watch each other do what it is that you're doing when you love it or that they're doing when they love it, you can ask questions and learn so much more from the person. Instead of fighting them on, why you got to get your nails done so much? Or why do you got to play some video games so much? Or why do you always want to be out with your friends or this? It's all exposing something in that person, something that they went through or, or something that, you know, was never healed or given or was taken from them. So if you want my opinion in a nutshell, why is it that men don't want to get married? Why is it that men are backing away from marriage so much? And why is it that men would rather sleep around, uh, have random sex partners, uh, just have a, you know, a girlfriend, lifelong girlfriend? Why is it that men are choosing everything but this bond, but this commitment? It's really simple. As a society, we have failed to showcase and explain that a marriage is just as much or more competitive, needy, diverse than the job market, than our athleticism, than our Olympic athletes. It's just as or more requires more dedication than those things. So what do we have? We have more trash coming up the escalator and less value coming up. When as men, when has men have we chosen at churches, in our jobs, in our friends to say, hey, maybe we should get this marriage conference thing going so we as men can go out and learn it better for ourselves and teach these young men out here a little bit better path. And then teach my friends that are out here that are single a better path. And then they can kind of spread that. We have all the wrong things spreading. All the wrong things. All the trash is spreading. Like, which did you hear of first? Ashley Madison or uh, some place where you can go and, and get marriage help in a marriage retreat? You'll never hear about the marriage retreats. You always hear about who's cheating, who's divorced, who's losing something, who's arguing, who's fighting, who's got side chicks, who's got side men. <laughs> you hear about all that before you hear about any type of good remedies or any good things. 
So if you're wondering, like, why is it that men aren't, you know, getting married nowadays? Why is it that men are choosing to just back away or just have a girlfriend forever? It's because we have such a poor as a community, as a country, as a whole. We have such a poor teaching, uh, uh, such a poor uh, 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 sharing of what a quality marriage really is. And, and, and here's my, my Jerry Springer final thought here. There are amazing marriages out there. There are great marriages out there that I try to model my marriage after and try to try to be. Um, and you want to get better every day. And you want to be around those people every day. You want to see those people every day. That doesn't mean they don't struggle too. That doesn't mean they don't have tough times too. It's, it's, it's not what you see on Facebook or Instagram or the pictures all the time. But the reality is the reason why you're not around them very much and you don't see them very much to model behavior after them, they're so busy with their kids. They're so busy with their own wife. They're so busy with their own husband. They're so busy with taking on this new job or taking on this new task or trying to adopt or, uh, you know, trying to shelter or mentor. They're so busy. These great people are so busy doing exactly what they chose to do and wanted to do that they don't have time to get in front of you or ask you how you're doing or, hey, come, come get with me for a little bit on this so I can show you how to do this. They don't have time. So that is that is the sad part. So what, what do you think is going to happen first? Getting drunk and being at the bar or having a chance to train with LeBron James. Like which one is going to happen faster? So what's easy is not necessarily right. Which one do you think is going to get uh, happen faster? Getting a six pack or drinking a six pack? <laughs> Just because it happens faster does not make it easy. Which do you think is easier, getting fired or becoming the CEO of a company? Just because it happens faster doesn't make it easy. So these men that are not choosing marriage aren't choosing marriage because there's something wrong with them. It's more or less because there's something wrong with everything else. And, and how can we hold ourselves accountable when everybody else makes it so easy not to? <laughs> You know, our whole accountability system has kind of gone down. Am I sitting here blaming the, 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 the generation before us? No, they're hurting, too. Some of them are getting divorced now and they can't get back out there because of this same stuff. There's a lot of stuff we have to deal with in the mind, body and soul of the marriage. And this is one of those reasons why men are choosing not to get married again. All right. I love you all. Hope you love me back. Please love, like, and share all these messages. I'll see you soon.